0: This. this is SWBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Check this out. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And by SWBC Mortgage. Customized solutions to help you meet your personal and business goals. Visit SWBC.com. Now, your host, Shannon Gross. Your host, Shannon Gross.
1: Welcome to the show. And you are going to be hard-pressed to find a better lineup anywhere. Anywhere. I challenge you than the lineup we have tonight. We got the old band back together. To my right is Brian Broadus. How have you been, Brian? I've missed you, Shannon. Man, I've not more than I've missed you.
2: Well, thank you. (laughs) Great to be with you guys, man. I I walked in. I'm a fill-in tonight. I had to fill in. Look what you
1: walked into. Look what I walked into. It's like some serious star I'm, power here. I'm telling you. I mean, we are very fortunate to have two great ones here. Absolutely. To your right, speaking of one of the great ones, my uh, co-host on Hanging with the Boys, Mr. Nate Newton. How you doing, Nate? Hut, <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Let's go. We go. Let's go, baby. And to your right,
0: <laughs> Let's it, go.
1: it brings oh, yeah. me great joy and pleasure to introduce you as... Hall of Famer. You brought the ring. I was hoping you'd wear the jacket tonight. Nah, not that We're batting 500. Drew Pearson, welcome to the show, Drew! All right, yes, thank sir. you, thank you.
3: Brought the ring. Let's see it,
1: let's see it. The Man. ring's
3: here, the jackets and the cleaners because I've been sleeping in it ever since I got it. So it's got to be uh, refreshed.
1: How uh, <laughs> yeah. have, have you been and what have you been up to, Drew?
3: Oh, I've been, uh, I've been great. You know, my health is good. That's the blessing after waiting all these years for the opportunity. Uh, To go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame is that I have my health, I understand what's going on, I can appreciate it, and uh, I can, you know, deliver an acceptance speech for it. So that's the blessing. But uh, other than that, man, you know, I'm, I'm in, not to brag or anything, I'm just saying, I'm in nine Hall of Fames. And none get the recognition like this, okay? (laughs) None, the other nine, eight all together, okay? I mean, and and when I went to, was in Canton for that week, uh, David Robinson from the Green Bay Packers got up and spoke. spoke, And he said he's in all these Hall of Fames and everything, but he didn't get any respect until he got into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And it's a different level. And, uh... All I can say is what, is what took them so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man.
2: Drew, was there anything along the way as you went through the process that you looked at and you said, man, I didn't expect this? Or did you kind of in your mind have it mapped out how it was going to be?
3: Uh, what I didn't expect was the, uh, how busy we were that, that yeah. week. And I got in on Thursday, actually Wednesday night, and then from then on till I left Tuesday, I mean, it was nonstop doing stuff, but you know what? They couldn't make me mad. Okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what else y'all got? Yeah. You know, right, right. sure. And then all of the the uh, veteran Hall of Famers tell yeah. you, hey, this is what you got to deal with. But you come back the next year, and the next year after that, it's it's a great time because you don't have all these responsibilities sure. as the inductee class will have. So uh, it's a great experience. The parade. The uh, uh, town meetings, everything, going out and meeting the fans and autograph sessions and stuff like that. And let me tell you something. Cal- uh, not just Cowboy fans, NFL fans, right. they show up, man. Yeah. I mean, for this that, that, uh, that game, Pittsburgh and Dallas, I mean, they're out there 1 o'clock, you know, 12 o'clock, tailgating and, and all that. But their fans all around, it was a great experience. And here's the final thing on that. We had, what, Centennial class, 10, and then 2021 modern day. I mean, 2020 modern day, and then 2021 class. A lot of people going in on one weekend. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us thought we might get slighted because of that. But let me tell you, the Pro Football Hall of Fame did a tremendous job of making this all feel special. Not just us, but the family down the line, you know, the service that we had, the customer service that we had.
4: We're second to none. So hat, hats off to those guys. My, 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 my quick question is when did you take that moment? When did you take that moment and stop? And I mean, really say inside, I have arrived. When did, when did that moment come for you?
3: Well, now, you know, they, they uh, had me leading off in, in acceptance. Uh, David Baker said, Drew, you waited long enough, so we'll let you go first. <laughs> right. I said, thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Thanks a lot. Uh, but waiting back there, because everybody else is out, right. you're first. So you got to wait till they – and that's when I said, this is real. Yeah. All right? Yeah. This is yeah. the real deal. <laughs> All right? All uh, right, right. You know, you got your jacket. That mm. was special. But now you look across that stage, and there's Roger Starbuck right. waiting for his name to be called to present you. And you're looking at that bust and everything out there and you're saying, now this is the they can't take it back at this <laughs> point. Okay? <laughs> they can't take it back right. at this point. So that when it Nate, that's when it really felt real and the nervousness. You know, I've had nervousness. You know, you play yeah. a game, you get that nervous stomach before right. every game. It's not fear. It's that you want to perform right. to your max and don't do anything to cost right. us a football game. Right. But this nervousness was different, okay? Yeah. And they're trying to give me water, and I don't want to I don't. I don't want too fired up, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so anyway, that was the special, special time yeah. leading up to wow. uh, my induction and acceptance, and to have Roger Staubach present me. Unreal. So blessed, man. So cool.
1: What was at the stadium? You got your ring at halftime with with, with the other guys. Walk us, What was that? What was that day like? Because I, I was there at the game. I was there on the field when they presented. But you guys had kind of a a whole afternoon about that, that day and getting the rings. What what was that like at the stadium that day? Well, you know,
3: we didn't get anything going until we got to the stadium. They had us there so early.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, and good thing because the traffic was bad trying <laughs> yeah. to get in there. Uh, but, no, it was just a, uh, a great feeling. The best feeling was when you're in that suite. You know, you're there with Cliff Harris. You're there with Jimmy Johnson. Troy Aikman stops by. Emmett Smith comes by. You know, Bob Lilly shows up. You know, and that's when you – Feel it, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great Cowboy players. There is no doubt. And when you're recognized, one sitting right here that deserves that recognition. Absolutely. You know, so when you're honored like that and you're around these other guys, you think about the journey, you know. Coming in as an undrafted, I look at the, the pictures now of me. When I was a rookie, you know, no wonder everybody was shaking their head saying this guy will never make it, you (laughs) know. I can't believe that was me that small out there doing that. And you guys know the game was totally different for a wide receiver back then. They beat you up at the line of Mm. scrimmage and all this. And this is all new to me trying to just get off the line of scrimmage. So, anyway, uh, just going through all that, you, you reminisce. And then when you get called to go out there, You can't really hear anything because the crowd is so loud, but uh, you just uh, want to uh, show the appreciation to the people that meant a lot to you while you're accepting this because this is the icing on the Hall of Fame cake, all right? You get get the word, you go in there for the ceremony, you do the ceremony, you get your gold jacket, you get presented, and then you cap it off with the ring.
2: Okay, the Hall of Fame speech is... Probably one of the most important speeches you've ever given in your life, but what you did at the draft in Philadelphia <laughs> to those folks on behalf of the five yeah. times. Yeah. All right, now, <laughs> kind of walk us through that a little bit because you started off calm, and at what point in time did you said I'm going to stick it to every one of
3: these Philadelphia <laughs> Eagle fans when they kept booing me? Okay, yeah. it, but
2: you, you heard they, the boos, they, they, and you you then you ramped it up.
3: Oh yeah, you yeah. said
2: okay, listen, I you. You know, you guys can't, you never covered me when I played in Philadelphia. <laughs> right. You're not going to cover me now. <laughs> so, but you're, you're, it got higher, and as louder as they got, you got louder with them.
3: Right. And you know, I've been in the radio, TV business for a long time. Sure. And heard one of the first things you're taught is the mic always picks you up. Right. You don't have to yell or anything like yeah. that. But the fever pitch and emotional level was so high. Yeah. And then looking at that crowd in, in, uh, and uh, going crazy out there, and, uh, you know, 90% Eagle fans. Sure. And I'm looking for that one Cowboy fan <laughs> that I could <can> relate to <laughs> in the audience. But as I was walking around, coming down and walking across the stage, the booze got louder and louder. Yeah. Then I start speaking, it got louder and louder. So I thought I needed to get louder and louder uh, to, to, to be heard. So that was just emotion. I had planned on saying what I was going to say. Because sitting back in that green room for about two hours, watching everybody else go out there and yeah. read their card and come yeah. right back, I said, I'm a marketing guy, okay? <laughs> right, right, right. right <laughs> I'm like, right. Jerry, I'm going to take advantage of these two minutes that I got, okay, <laughs> yeah. on national TV. Right. And so wow. I said, I'm going to do a little something different. So I had planned on saying what I said, but not that, delivering it that way. See,
2: as a guy that's been a part of War Rooms, I would have been sitting in another team, going, <laughs> "He gets it. Yeah, he gets it. That yeah. that guy right that yeah. that gets it right there. That that to me, I could say." And the reaction in the Cowboy War Room when they were all standing oh, up, yeah. and the smiles on everybody's faces
3: because of that and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, it was pretty cool. That sports hate now for your, Philadelphia is pretty your good. You're a guy that it. wasn't drafted. <laughs> Right. Now he's known for the draft. Yeah. Okay, now so you're known
2: for the draft. I just
3: you, didn't get you made the, your mark. Hey, I just draft. didn't get the money yeah. like Brad Picks <laughs> <laughs>
1: In between.
4: Wow. wow I,
1: I tell <laughs> you what, let's take our first break, and then when we come back, let's talk about these modern-day Cowboys. I want to talk to you about the receiving core, what they've been able to do without Michael Gallup, what you see in Amari, possibly the best route runner in the NFL. What do you see out of C.D.? What do, you, what do you think of Dak so far? Like, he's done everything they've asked him to do and more. Uh, Broadus, want to get your take on all that. Nate, you know, you can't be this quiet the whole
4: show. No, no, I'm just going to enjoy it, man. I'm going okay. to enjoy this, <laughs> right, man. Right. He undrafted, I'm undrafted. I, mm. Hey, let's we, do this. Let's talk
1: about that, too, when yeah. we come back. All that and more, you are listening to Cowboys Crosstalk on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
0: Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco.
1: Welcome back to the show, and what a show it is! Shannon Gross, joined by Brian Broaddus of our flagship station 105.3 The Fan. To his right, Nate Newton, three-time Super Bowl champ. What's up? What's up? Six-time Pro Bowler. What's up? How many? Six. Six times. (laughs) Wow.
3: And
4: to his (laughs) right. guys in the hall ain't got six Pro Bowls in the offensive line. I'm telling you, we need to start that campaign. I I, I, I I am in the Hall of Fame. You are? Yes, sir. I am in the Hall of Fame. Trust me. Okay. When when you grow up, I was nine, ten years, eleven years old. Cowboy fan. Yeah. And you mean to tell me I'm still working for the cow? I am yeah, in I the hall of I, I promise you. you, bro. I, I am in it. And
1: to your right, <laughs> member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Drew Pearson. And before yeah. we get back to it. Hurt, hurt brought us did you know that at swbc they have customized solutions for individuals and businesses yeah, that heard are just to click away <laughs> great company yes during the next break don't do it on the show because we have too much to talk about but go visit swbc.com to learn more and start your next adventure i tell you what i'm all about adventure and i'm all about that company so appreciate that being go. with us absolutely me too all right drew yes sir what do you think about these Current day, Cowboys off to a three and one start, looking pretty darn good on offense. I don't think anyone saw the defense coming out of nowhere like it has. What is your overall assessment of, of the team in general?
3: Well, first of all, they should be four and zero. Absolutely. Uh, can't give games away no, in the NFL. Not. So, no, uh, but no, I'm totally impressed with what I'm seeing, and the the difference is attitude, you know, effort. Guys look like they're being held accountable for their play or lack of play out there on the field and they're making tough decisions if you're not accountable for what you're supposed to do per your assignment out there so it's just an attitude change I mean these guys are hitting throwing themselves around out there getting after it and not waiting for somebody else to make the play they want to get there to make the play themselves and then you look at the offense man they are, they are rolling What are they over 400 yards a game you know, and Dak's completion percentage is what, 75? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I think that's what mine was, throwing the ball. Yeah. You know, I threw three touchdowns <laughs> in the NFL, just in case y'all want to know. Five, five for seven. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, the two I didn't complete were interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One on Monday Night Football against the Redskins. Oh, my yeah. God. Coach Landry never called that play again. Yeah. But anyway, you look at the offense. That offensive line is functioning. Yes. Uh, they're healthy. They're getting after it. I heard something about Lyle Collins today. I don't know what that situation is about. Brian, you can update us on that, uh, about him coming back and when that might – and that will add to the offensive line. And then you got the ru- – that creates the running game. Now Dax has got the play action. And then you go to the receivers, man. And I just love the way they're using everybody. Mm-hmm. They're not just standing you out there. When mamari Mom- caught that touchdown, didn't he come in motion and yeah. go back? You know? Who does that? We did it back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I like to see that, you know? Yes. Because otherwise, and, and, uh, otherwise, you know, it's a little tougher for Amari to get open because, the, you know, he's right there, the DB's there. But now they don't know what he's going to do. But the other guys as well, they're including everybody, and I like the way they're using the tight ends. Absolutely. Whoa, man. Yeah. Those guys, you know, somebody's going to have to get some. Money up for these guys because yeah. they're performing. Yep. And not just catching the ball, but blocking as well. The holes that are being created. And then you got your backs with Pollard. And, but the guy that, uh, you know, get Gallup back will be even better. CD's playing well. You know, he's, he's taking it the next step. He's improving. Uh, but the guy that really has, has stepped up since Gallup, Gallup has been out is Cedric Wilson. Yeah, absolutely. I've always had my eye on this guy. I said, the Cowboys better not cut this guy. He's a player. Every time he got an opportunity to do something, he did something. (laughs) Preach. You know, he did something. He made something happen. He knows the offense. He knows the system. And uh, so now when we have the gallop out, the drop-off to Cedric Wilson ain't that great. Mm -hmm. And plus you could probably do a lot more things with Cedric Wilson. Because I think he might be a better runner
4: after the catch than Gallup, so let me say this, man. and Shannon, know I' get on a kick on a guy, and I've been on this guy for last since last year. Mm-hmm. He's a big playweight app. where he is, he is more consistent than CD lamb. he's more consistent than Gallup because he catch every Everything. ball. See, we know CD.. lamb is off the charts, but he he'll, he'll, he'll shake us, "Oh, you missed that. Oh, Gallup, why Yeah. But this kid here, nah. he catching everything because he know his his plays are limited. And when you know your plays limited, it keeps you sharp. Yeah, yeah
3: well he's sharp. He's yeah. uh, he's a good player. He steps up when he needs uh when they need him and that tells me uh he's prepared. Yeah he yes. knows his assignments
4: and they ain't gotta up, uh coach him up. He's already coached. Coach McCarthy said he's one of the players that He knows every position. He does his job well. And he can do it on minimum amount of reps in practice. Right on. Right on. I'm glad Drew mentioned
2: the tight ends, though. Yeah. I mean, if you you look at the running game has been effective. But the receivers, as Drew's talked about as well, they're spreading the ball around to the receivers. Different opportunities, different formations, whether 11 personnel with the three receivers. But what I'd like to see in the Cowboys is they're getting that 12 personnel with the two tight ends. Yes, sir and all of a sudden then it's not just with tight ends it used to be the boot and the waggle the movement and then get him in the open but they're creating opportunities for this these wide receivers and excuse me the tight ends if you look at the route in the Philadelphia game that Schultz scores on you know Amari Cooper runs a post holds the safety they throw the they take the running back and run him on the wheel and it and it widens the corner but what does that do it gives Schultz an alley for him to get the ball so a lot of creativity, not only with the receivers, but also with the tight ends and the interchanging of those backs. When you get mm. two backs yeah. that are basically averaging six, seven yards a shot running the football, that makes that defense have to play with some physicality and tackle, and that wears you down. If you're yeah. one-dimensional, they can rush the passer. Nate will tell you he hates playing. If they become one and one-dimensional, one Drew loves catching the ball. Nate hates blocking, pass blocking every single play. He wants to beat up on somebody to kind of slow them up. But they've done a great job with the balance of their offense. When Dak, it seems like a a recipe, Dak throws for over 400-something yards, they might lose the game. Dak, you know, if you have more rushes than throws, that's a recipe for Dak and them winning these football games. And, and,
4: you know, and to, to piggyback on what you guys said, all these different formations, the way they move the tight ends, yeah. and this saves steel because they'll there they'll motion a guy away, then they'll bring a guy back over to That defensive end, like I got it. All of a sudden, you see you see two yeah. back sets over there, two two yeah. tight end sets over there. That helps your the offensive tackle. And I'm no steel, like thanks, coach. No, <laughs> thanks, I, I coach. think I think Nate brought yeah.
2: up a great point because what happened if you watch the Chargers game? They knew that Joey Bosa was yes, over there. Yes. So what do they do? They they fan they fan him outside and then they chip him with a tight end or they wham block him or they, they never let it never was one of those things like with the previous regime, it would be, okay, Chaz Green, you've got him <laughs> for sixty-eight plays. <laughs> right. Good yeah. luck. What they've done with
4: Steele wow. is
2: they know Steele's limitations and they're saying, Listen, let's help him on these plays. And then the and then you watch the Philadelphia game on Monday night he's doing a lot more single blocking. His confidence, man. His confidence gets up, and then you go back to helping him some more. So this this coaching staff has done a great job of taking their players that they have, whether it's Cedric Wilson, Schultz, Steele, one of those guys, and then they're helping them along the way, and they're not asking him to carry the entire load. They're saying, hey, we're going to help you. We're going to supplement things for
1: you. And we're gonna give you the opportunity to make some plays. Drew, you know a thing or two about good quarterback play. We've got a pretty good one on this team now that's done nothing but get better every year and do everything they've asked him to do. And it looks like this year he's doing things they aren't asking him to do. He's actually he's commanding the game. And I my personal opinion, I think he's in that he's in that the edge of that elite. Quarterback conversation and Nate will tell you doesn't,
2: call, doesn't take long to call the role for that group. Yeah, yeah.
1: those elite guys. Yeah, yeah, and, and Nate will tell you go go win go win me one and then you get in that conversation. But I, I think he's right there. What do you see out of Dak right now?
3: I think he's in the mix of yeah. the best quarterbacks in the league. He ain't on the edge anymore, mm-hmm. and and he really wasn't on the edge. People put him on the edge. Thank he's, you. He, he's been <laughs> he's you. been playing lights out ever since he's been here. Mm-hmm. You think coming in as a rookie, you look at these rookie quarterbacks now coming in struggling, you know, having a rough time. If you, don't, if you don't have legs to uh, when a, when the protection breaks down and scramble out of there as a rookie quarterback nowadays, you're in trouble. But Dak came through all that. How many coordinators did he play uh, uh, with before things settled down with Kellen Moore? Uh, so I mean, I've always thought, you know, even when I was doing uh, the uh, post game shows with Nui. You know, when they drafted him in the fourth round, you know, at the Mississippi State, I said, that's a great pick. You watch, you watch, you watch. Yeah. And you watch him develop. The thing I liked initially was his leadership abilities. Okay, he's got the same leadership qualities, Roger Starbuck, Danny White, Troy Aikman, Romo, all those guys, no different, even more so in some cases. But then, I mean, <laughs> just the way he approaches things, that's the kind of guy you want in the locker room to set the tempo, to set the trend of what we got to do to be successful. So I always thought Dak was in that upper echelon. It's everybody else that was criticized. He can't do this. Oh, he can't throw long. Well, didn't he have the best deep completion percentage for a couple years and (laughs) taking the team to the playoffs and stuff like that? But then coming off that injury, Nate, you know, if we sustained that kind of injury back in the day, we're done. You're done. We're done. You're done. Yeah. You know? But now with technology, medical, and all that, uh, you can recover. But to cut, recover the way he has, wow, that says a lot about this guy. And uh, I'm glad he's got his money. We don't have to worry about that anymore. So just, let's just play football, let him kept, keep being Dak and doing his thing.
2: Yeah, I think the thing with Prescott, when you watch him, th- Drew's right. There was never a question of toughness or physicality or leadership or anything like that. As quarterbacks, you want them to develop to be able to see the field. You want their accuracy to improve. You know, it it helps. You have route runners like Amari Cooper, guys like CeeDee Lamb that make circus catches, guys like Jarwin and and Schultz that, you know, them and the backs and all that. A lot of help along the way, but the quarterback has to help himself, though, too. His ability to read, to see, to find, to know what he has to do. You know they they lose Travis Frederick at center, and all of a sudden you have a young center. Now it turns in from Travis Frederick making line calls and helping with protections to Dak Prescott now identifying and then making sure that everybody is on the same page. So the more you put on his plate, the better he's performed. He's one of those guys to me. With you just keep loading the wagon, he's going to make sure it gets to the next town. Drew, and let me say this about Mari hey.
3: Cooper. Mm-hmm. He's a bad man, all right. Oh, yeah. He doesn't get enough yeah. respect yeah. on a national level. Yeah. You know, I mean, the route running, uh, playing through injuries and stuff like that. I mean, I just love his demeanor. Everything. He's the right kind of person to be leading that that young receiver group. Well, let me ask you this though: If he was on your team in
2: 1975 or so and someone wanted to play chess with him, who would have been able to play chess on that 75 team with him? Is there, a, is there somebody that would have been able to
3: take him in that game? 75? Oh, yeah, uh, Jeff Rohr. Jeff Rohr. From Yale.
4: Jeff was smart. What, what, about, yeah. what about you, Nate? What about, <laughs> the ni- what about the 90s Cowboys? The 90s Cowboys? We all play checkers and dominoes. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> slamming yeah, slamming them dominoes. We would have scared them to death. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. All
1: right, let's, let's take our next break. I know you guys want to talk more and more offense, but this would not be a Dallas Cowboys football talk show yeah. if we did not give this defense some credit Absolutely. after after what we – what. Okay, we'll I'm talk about that. <laughs> you know what? We'll what? talk about that and more when we come back. You're listening to the Cowboys Crosstalk on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
0: BC Mortgages Cowboys Crosstalk, Cross yeah. broadcasting now. live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in yeah, Frisco. Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: Welcome back to the star-studded lineup we have here at Cowboys Club. Brian brought us to my right, Nate Newton to his right, and Hall of Famer Drew Pearson to his right. And before we get back to it, SWBC Mortgage. Join the more than one hundred and twenty thousand customers that we've helped to find their happier way home. Visit SWBC. Mortgage.com to find a pro today. Do it before yeah, Brian Broaddus does it. Yeah, you want me to get call right after the show, right? Yeah, that can help me, right? I want you to look it up in the right after the last. Right I will all the way on. in the elevator. I will no, look that don't, up. Don't do it in the car. No, but thanks to the folks. You're welcome. Thank those. You're folks. welcome. Yeah, I will. You just did. Actually, I appreciate them. <laughs> all right, fellas. Drew, let's start with you. Got a pretty good. You got a pretty good cornerback on this team. It seems, and Trayvon Diggs. What do you see out of young number seven? Uh, Just athletic ability. And, you know, everybody's already
3: made the comparisons to Everson Walls. And a lot of it is uh, not necessarily his ability to cover because I don't think he's there yet with Everson Walls. Mm -hmm. But his ability, once he puts his hands on the ball, it's his. Everson Walls had the second best hands on the team. Well, third best. (laughs) 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 I got to give Tony Hill his props. Tony Hill, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, Everson Walls, anything he touched, he got. That's why he got all those interceptions. So, just the athletic ability and uh, and knowledge of the game, he seems to know and be able to recognize things. At one interception, he jumped the route, didn't he? You know, if I recall. Yes. Because I don't sit there and watch the game intently like you guys. You know, I'm walking around the house. Yeah. I'm doing this. I'm eating a rib or something. You know. Yeah, putting
2: on your Hall of Fame jacket. Yeah. Walking out in the yard. Yeah. yeah. the yard. Walking
3: yeah. through the That's neighborhood. That's why I was in the <laughs> you stained it with that rib. Yeah. So. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, the barbecue sauce. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a good player. Just hope he continues to improve. Because mm-hmm. now, I don't know if they'll go, he'll be attacked. I think teams will probably start leaning to go away from him because yeah, he's that good.
2: All right, let me ask you a question about that, Drew, because what he's doing is, okay, in a game against the Cowboys, he would probably travel with you. He would, you know, you, They would try yeah. and say, okay, we've got to take Drew Pearson out of this game. So he's going to travel with you. If you're an offense and you're an opponent, are you going to say, listen, our best player, we're not going to throw him the ball? See, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I kind of feel like that he's still going to have opportunity because who in their right mind would say, listen, we're not going to throw the ball to Drew Pearson today just because Diggs is on him. I still think there's going to be opportunity (laughs) for him to make play. You're you're at least going to test it. you
3: You You can't make your offense one uh, one way or the other, right. I mean, all see, yeah, right hand if, or all left yeah, hand. Exactly. It's got to be yeah. both hands. I'm not
2: throwing. I'm not throwing to if you. Option, take away yeah
3: yourself half the field, right? Because you don't want to yeah. test somebody. I, I got
2: I got Drew Pearson, Hall of Fame receiver, and Diggs is right. trailing him, it. and I'm sitting there going, "Wait a minute! I'm not going to throw the ball to my Hall of Fame receiver." Yeah. So I still think people are going to try.
1: Well, you I have know. to at least I test know. it, yeah, right? I you got to at least so. try
4: it. The thing about that is, uh, I saw that. I saw that, and it, 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 it caused it caused some hell. Bro. Michael Irvin had did it with Atlanta. Dion was there. Yeah. And they said, we ain't throwing it, Dion. Hmm. And Mike stood out there all day. We lost that game. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mike, See, we got off that plane. They threw him the first six balls the next game. Like, this ain't <laughs> never happened yeah. You game. know,
2: you come back, and we do our Wednesday show, and we haven't thrown the ball to Drew Pearson. Yeah. Fans are going to be with the pitchforks and the torches coming like why why aren't you using your best receiver? So that's why I think Diggs can continue to develop and continue to get better because if you're going to tell me I'm going to go away from my best receiver who he's traveling with, man, I'm going to get fired. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not okay, that's great because I'll lose the game. You know, right. for the Cowboys if they throw to option B and C the whole game and not to option A, yeah. This is a this is a this is a good situation for the Cowboys because of the way that kid can play. And, you know, with the comparisons, and I saw Drew and them as growing up as a kid, I saw them play with walls and stuff like that, the length, the reach, the ability to go get the football, the sticky coverage, you know, the ability to jam, to turn, to redirect. You know, these are things that, like, he might not be the <laughs> fastest guy, but what he is, he's really good at staying in position and then playing with his eyes and finding the ball. A lot of these these cornerbacks can't find the ball, mm. and they get yeah. holding wow. penalties pass interference yeah. you know it's a 50 yard penalty this kid's either going up and he's playing you for the ball he's going i'm going to get this one this is one of
1: mine yeah. nate what have you seen out of you know cowboy teams in recent history you get one key player on the offensive line or defensive line go down and they kind of forget how to play we football
4: right we, we talked man has talked about it a lot of that. You, <laughs> How how do you fold when one guy go down? Yeah. Right. Well, we got it's several Sean guys. Sean
0: Lee. Yeah. Remember Sean yeah. Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Sean yeah.
2: Lee's not – if Sean Lee was out of the game, the Cowboys were going to give up 280
4: yards rushing. Yeah. So now – Every time. Now we got Demarcus Lawrence gone. Yeah. We got Lyle Collins gone. Gallimore. We got Gallimore gone, And which I don't know who Gallimore is. Now right. I'm telling people, be careful with <laughs> right. that because right. now – Gallimore has to earn his way back into oh, the lineup. Oh, I like what o- you're saying I mean, here. I'm not finna just, hey, man, OC done did a hell of a job. Mm. Let's go to the – no, sir. It's kind of like Dalton yeah, Schultz. Yeah, we'll put you on a snap count, Gallimore, and get you ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, D-Law may command a little bit more respect. Yeah. But even D-Law has to walk in there kind of like – And I'll let Collins uh, play. If, if yeah. Collins wants his right but tackle Collins, job. <laughs> yeah, if he wants hey, his right bro, tackle – you the only certain one. Certain guys <laughs> can yeah. step yeah. right back in yeah. there. Yeah.
1: Bye. Yeah. What's, what's the update? Up, Drew mentioned it earlier. What's the update on Lyle?
2: Yeah, he's in a situation right now where uh, you know they're looking to uh, basically uh, take the NFL to court to get his these last two games of his suspension uh, revoked. And so you know this is a, this is dangerous in my eyes because you know now if you were if you'd gone zero and three and we'd be screaming and we're you know we're giving up sacks and it's bad and all that. You know, if I'm, if I'm Collins, you know, and I'm Peter Schaefer, the lawyer, he thinks he's got some type of, of ability, a loophole or something to kind of work around to maybe make the league have to give those games back. It, it's, it's a tough call, but, you know, you've gone through three games. There's some talk that, like, early in the in – before this even happened, that the league was saying, listen, we'll give you a couple of games. Just work with us. Yeah. And they're like, No. So now you get five games thrown at you. So, you know, you're, you're three in, you've got two more. To me, don't don't keep poking the bear.
4: It's the Giants and then who?
2: New England. At just, New England. Just, yeah, just yeah, just keep, you just, know, just let's play and I understand, one I understand, game
3: at a time. Stay focused, yeah. week to it's week. It's tough. It's then, tough.
2: Yeah. But you know, there's this is a two way street. It's not just Lyle Collins, it's the league has their reasons. And so, you know, okay, it happened. Let's put it behind us, let's move on like a Randy Gregory, stuff like that. see suspensions move on you know try and get your life going again. but I, I think with with Lyle I mean it, it, this is something if it's going to be a, a Hail Mary if it's going to be a Hail Mary here, you know, then you you should have done the Hail Mary to start the game. I mean basically I mean I, I mean I would I would have said let's let's take the NFL to court.
1: Before all this, now right. with the two games left, I, I, I don't think they're going to win this challenge. Let's yeah. stay on the defense for a second. Drew and Nate, this question is for both of you. Michael Parsons, what they're doing with him on defense. You've seen – I've seen other teams do what they're doing, but I can't recall, at least in recent history, a guy that can do – and and them ask him to do what he's doing right now with his team, moving him all over the field. Nate, you've talked about it before, not comparing him to Lawrence Taylor, but that's what they used to do with LT was move him all over the place. The,
4: the, the, the Seattle Seahawks did that with their linebackers a little bit, didn't they, brought us? Yeah, to me, yeah. I,
1: I
2: think real quick, and I'll let these guys talk. This guy is Willie McGinnis to me. Yeah. If you watch the old New England, you know, tall, big, physical, beat you up at the line, run like a son of a gun, tackle, finish, you know, this is Willie McGinnis. When you talk about Lawrence Taylor, that's a low-running, you know, shoulder down on the ground, beating the blocker, coming around the end. Him, Derek Thomas, those are those kind of those guys that were those elite-type pass rushers. I think when you, watch, when you watch Parsons rush, he doesn't have enough tools in the tool belt yet. You know, he needs to figure out how to swat, swim, rip, pull, you know, all the things you can do with your with your hands. But he'll get there. He'll figure it out. But to me, when I watch him play, I think of Willie McGinnis from, from the New England, New England Patriots, Patriots is my, and, is my and, guy.
4: And that was brought to us last week about Lawrence Taylor. It, it's certain people, like I try to tell them, tap your brakes. You know, this kid is still learning. Yeah. So I'm, I'm with you, man, And 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 – and I know the Cowboys are not going to do this, but I'm telling you, man, I would really like for him to talk to Belichick, uh, to uh, uh, to uh, to Par, uh, to uh, Bill Parcells. You're talking about people that know linebackers and know linebackers yeah. play, well, and look. this kid got it all, man. Mm-hmm. And and I, but I know the Cowboys be like, man, no, no, no sir, that's tampering. Any thought though? You know? Any thought that you would make him a full-time defensive end? Uh, no, you know what? This is what I this is what I say. I, I, I want him at linebacker. and I've always said that, but. What what does it take to win? If if it's defensive end and he's your top three or top two defensive ends, you got to play the games. Yeah. You got to play the games. So it is about winning. I just my question is. If you put him out there a lot, then he, he slows down his learning at that linebacker because they ask that linebackers to do I'll a lot. I'll tell you lot. what,
2: Nate. They yeah. load the wagon on that kid. Yeah. Remember yeah. in OTAs, yeah. minicamps, training camps, you yeah. understand stand are watching practice, and they're like they're running him down there to one-on-one pass rush drills. Then they're running him back to uh, cover a running back. Yeah. He gets an interception. Then he run him down over <laughs> here to do – I mean, the kid's done everything but play slot corner. Yeah. yeah. You know?
3: And I think he could play slot corner if he had to. So, I, what's your thoughts, Drew? Yeah, you know – I don't watch it that closely, so I don't know how they're really using him. All I know when I do watch it, and uh, he's he's there. He shows up. Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's around the huddle. If he ain't in the huddle, he's around the huddle. He's there. He shows up. And while you were talking about what position, linebacker or defensive end, It kind of reminds me of the situation with Randy White. Randy White. I knew he was going to say Randy White. (laughs) When he came in, Coach Landry didn't know what to do with Randy White.
2: But But he was a ball
3: player. We got to find a place for him.
2: Yeah, he was a linebacker basically at Maryland. Yeah, and then they started to play the flex, and he became this off-the-ball, like, defensive tackle that was like Aaron Donald. He was like a Drew Pearson era of Aaron Donald. Right. I mean,
3: disruptive, hard-to-block kind of a guy. So, yeah. I believe but. They didn't know what to do with him at first too but it reminds me of the same kind of situation just be a football player right now until yeah, we figure right. this out yeah, yes because that's yes. what we need over there and by being a football player with his athletic ability and talent he can make plays you know he can yeah. get that ball back from put the pass rush on uh, don't we lead the league in turnovers absolutely yeah. you know there's a reason because we're putting pressure on those quarterbacks
2: yeah this is the thing when you, if he becomes a full-time pass rusher then he's going to be part of a rotation. But if he's a linebacker, he only missed one play last week. That was it. But if you put him in the rotation as a rusher, then he's probably going to play 30, 40, 50 plays, not all yeah. the plays. Man, you You can't why, take a leg. Why, why game,
3: is he got to rotate? Yeah. Play the game, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez, stay on the See, field. You know what? Come that, on, man, you in shape or not? Play the he, game. He, he's he is, yeah. I need I need you 50, 60 plays. Yeah. I can't take you out. When yeah. we take you out, we lose something. Yeah. You know, just like a lot of these receivers, Thank they you. run uh, on first down. They run <laughs> for a long one, and they got their hand up. Hey, buddy, it's second and ten. We might need you out there. <laughs> Let me Come tell you on, something, man.
4: Shannon. To tell you, we do a show. Pet man. peeve. Pet peeve. I'm just uh, saying. Uh, we do. Not sh- wrong, we do group. the show. We do a show together, man. And this, this right here, and I can, certain things. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm very protective of a Dallas Cowboy player. Certain things I'm not. When it's, when it's. Crunch time. I need Demarcus Lawrence in the game, not over there with right. his hands That's on That's what hill. I'm saying. I, I hate that. Or Zeke on the sideline. Come he, on, Zeke.
1: Know, come on, man.
4: All right, let's take our last Feed break. yourself. We come yeah, back. I would
1: never. If they took me out, <laughs> I, I would be. don't know what these be, two guys are talking hey, eat, about. eat, yeah, eat, eat. Hey, Coach Landry <laughs> took me out. I'd be so afraid. <laughs> Oh, Lord. We will talk about – we have a football game at home again this weekend against sure the New York football giants. giants. Let's talk And Brian
4: about, got a better opinion than I do.
1: <laughs> Let's talk about that when we come back. We have very special guest Hall of Famer Drew Pearson on the show. We'll be right back to listening to Cowboys Crosstalk on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
0: SWBC Mortgages, Cowboys Crosstalk. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco.
1: SWBC PEO helping to alleviate the HR administrative burden that comes with running a business. Leave the worrying to us. Do like Broadus and visit SWBCPEO.com to find out more. Shannon Gross here with Brian Broadus, Nate Newton, and Hall of Famer Drew Pearson. Our last segment... Of the show. Sounds nice. Can you say that again? <laughs> Hall of Famer Drew Pearson. <laughs> ladies yes, and gentlemen, let's go. Long
4: time, long overdue. How long cool overdue. is that, man? That's pretty cool. So cool, man. So cool that you're on the show. You know what, man? I'm tell you, man, what you went through, bro. Yeah. I was finna wreck the Hall of Fame <laughs> about two years ago. They better be glad have You, you and David game. Baker about to throw uh, down? I was finna be like, yo, big, big fella. Big David Baker's on yeah. Nate's on his back. They you know, yeah. like, try to <laughs> wrestle him to the ground. Oh, I'd have got him to the ground on a bull. <laughs> yeah, Good
3: yeah, luck, yeah, Nate. That's yeah, a big that's man. That's a
4: big yeah. man. You know what? He'll get tired. You get right up close. He'll get tired. <laughs> What's Nate will What's lean on yeah. him. Wear him <laughs> down. Wear him down. <laughs> it's like, a run, like the run game, baby. Four quarters. David Baker is like, what, six? That's where you I saw He's a big man. He's like
1: six, eight, probably. When
4: yeah.
3: he had four bills, yeah. I saw when, Nate. I, I can't a, imagine playing football. Where are you going to get a helmet for that head? Oh, no. yeah, man. That, I that, to, man. I told him that. I said, man, you played without a helmet, didn't yeah. you?
2: I <laughs> saw. I saw Nate wear down. When I was in Green Bay. He wore down Big Gilbert Brown, yeah. so I know he can wear down a three hundred
4: forty pound
0: man. Gilbert oh, Brown. Man. Wow, that was yeah. a big man. I I'll I tell you man. what, man,
4: Mr. Baker. Yeah, that's a bust in itself. That is. <laughs> that's two. <Yeah>. That's two. <laughs> hey, Drew. That's why he has no spot. We got no room for him.
2: He's got his own.
4: He's got his own yeah,
3: wing. would be three hundred. three fifty-four. He'd be 355, 56.
1: <laughs> Drew. Before we talk about the Giants, I know. I know Nate's answer to this. Nate. Yeah. Nate's answer to who did he hate to face the most. Jerome Brown.
4: Yes, sir. I hated that. W. That
1: was his guy. Yeah. John Randall. Him. Right. Jerome on. Brown.
4: I was scared of him. I oh, hated. Okay. I hated. Yeah. John I hated him. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, who
1: Who was your nemesis back when you played? Who did you Who did you despise going against? back The, in the best days? cornerback I
3: played against by far was Mel Blunt with the Pittsburgh oh, Steelers. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 Bad man. Yeah. Really. Six four, 205, ran a four five forty. Yeah. Playing in a uh, steel curtain defense with all them great pass rushers, awesome linebackers. Right. And in third down situation, you know, he's the reason the rule changed, the uh, yeah. Mel Blunt rule, because in 79, because before then, you couldn't get off the line of scrimmage on him. It was like a punt. And he passed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those guys were like, it's like you were know, Flyers out there. Oh, they man. Like, beating and you me up. And, you know, they're beating you up. He's cocked inside. Yeah. He's 6'4". He's not going to let you in there and he can beat you up all the way downfield. And then they got Mike Wagner or Donnie Shell covering up deep. And so you're supposed to wiggle him and come inside. You can't get away. So on third down, Tony Hill and I, we were upset with this. We were pissed yeah. off. Yeah. You know, our job was to clear it out. Yeah. You know, get off the line, clear it out, take two guys with you, pressing underneath, Butch underneath, right. Billy Joe underneath. And uh, we had to deal with that. Most passes I ever caught against the Steelers or Mel Blunt was on first or second down when they're playing a run defense. Right. And now you can get off the line of scrimmage. But most of the guys, when I I look at these cornerbacks now, and, you know, like Brian said in the beginning, just find the ball. Yeah. I mean, they're there, yeah. but then they lose confidence. They start grabbing and holding. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, and it's like so blatant, man. I would I would draw that, okay? Mm. I would post those guys up and draw the foul each yeah. and every time because it seems to be so easy. But And then when you have injuries, the the uh, talent at corner in the NFL now even right. drops off drops even off. further. Yeah. So let's take advantage of that with our passing game, you know. Let's. Let's go downfield, mix it up, play action, run the football, keep them off balance. I love what we're doing offensively.
1: Talk about, let's talk a little bit about the game this weekend. Yeah. Giants coming to town, Three, 325 kickoff. What are we going to see, Bradas? Jason
2: Garrett with the, in the <laughs> parking lot, the moon, the the where, wherever, yeah. Yeah, wherever. He,
1: 325. Yeah. 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 I
2: think with the Giants, what you get, you know, really nice win with them going to New Orleans last week and getting that done. That surprised you? Yeah, it really did. They did a good job of blocking. I thought they did a good job of blocking the the Saints front. Something's wrong with the Saints. Maybe it's the quarterback situation there. But the one thing I've noticed about they've got Saquon Barkley back. Yeah, and we all know Jason Garrett is going to want to get in some tight formations and try and run the football. I don't think their offensive line is good enough to just sit there and hammer you. It's going to be about Barkley trying to find some space, trying to bounce it outside. They're going to throw him some screens. They're going to try and throw it to him in the flat. He's still an explosive player. And with Daniel Jones, the quarterback there, he's not turning the ball over like he used to. It used to be when you get to him in the pocket, you could count on him dropping the ball. He's been uh, a lot better with that. You know, the protection, he's, he's got this ability to kind of move around. If the Giants are going to run the ball on you, we talked about Barkley, but they do the, the, they do the read option stuff where they pull the ball, and it's Daniel Jones, the quarterback, hurting you. We saw last week with, you know, with Sam Darnold, there were a couple of times where you lose contain or he sees a, a, a hole and then he's going to take it. Daniel Jones could be the same type of guy. They're really banged up at wide receiver right now, but Kenny Galladay I think is a really good player for them. You know, and, and he's a guy that I, I, I anticipate Diggs probably traveling with Galladay. They've got a couple of guys, like I say, that, that have, uh, have some hamstring problems there. But, uh, you know, overall, offensively, they're still, you know, they're still kind of trying to find their way with Garrett. I say on defensively, they're not playing as well as they had in the
4: past. Oh uh, well, Yes, sir. They're
2: uh, not. I mean, and they're, they've got a really – I think they've got a, a pretty good front. When you talk about their best pass rusher is uh, Ojalari, who they drafted the second round from Georgia. You know, the Giants have always been a team that's had good pass rushers. You know, Jason Pierre, Paul, guys like that. You know, I mean, they've had guys, but uh, they, they really don't. It's really about big inside physical players. So the Cowboys, you know, they dealt, they've dealt with that before in this season. They've dealt with it in Tampa with those big inside guys. they dealt with it in Philadelphia with those big inside guys. they dealt, they dealt with it last this past uh, Sunday against Carolina a little bit with some big inside guys. So how the Cowboys handle that and then get that guy some help, uh, you know, with, uh, on the outside there, still get him a little help, I think there's some chances to make some plays. I think it's a pretty good secondary uh, at the safety spot, I think that's probably their a little bit of their strength, though. But Bradbury's a good corner. Uh, but they, they'll have their hands full having to deal with, with this offense and how they're attacking right now. Drew, what
3: do you want to see out of the Cowboys this weekend? Just win the game. Play it, you yeah. know. you know. Don't talk about this or that, what I'm going to do, what I can't do. let just go out and play. This is a division game. Right. It's an important game. It's a home game. And we got to win it. It's the next most important game on our schedule. So let's go out and win it. I, don't, I, ain't been, I haven't been following the Giants, you know, that closely. Don't. Uh, they had a nice <laughs> game with the comeback last right. week. They so did. They're, they're going to come in here with some momentum yeah. and all that enthusiasm. So we got to make sure we get a good start, you know, and then get our crowd involved
4: like they were against Philadelphia. Absolutely. And then control the game from there. S- seven or eight different offensive line changes for them. You know, just how they have that three guys, and I'm not gonna go into three yeah. guys. Thomas, their yeah. left tackle yeah. has
2: a foot problem yeah. right now,
4: so these do. These dudes, the dudes ain't ready. And you I, I like your analogy. I will use someone tomorrow on my, on my TV show. <laughs> right on. But it beat the Giants because they're a beatable. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Real quick, we got a minute
1: win. left. Broadus, want to give us a prediction, or is it too early in the week? No, I'll
2: take one. I mean, I think the Cowboys are, c- are capable of scoring the 31 points they have. I think they're going to put 30, 31 up. You'll probably get the Giants with, I would say, 21. I'll make it an 11-point
4: game, a 10-point right. game, 31-21. Oh, well, I need one point. I need the victory. Yeah. Cow- Cowboys by one? Yeah, by yeah, you by like one. me. Always <laughs> just, uh, I always <laughs> pick the Cowboys just one point. That's uh, it. Cowboys 34-17. to
3: 17. Cool. I like our defense holding them down. And uh, keeping them out of the end zone. we we'll get some turnovers, uh, make, uh, have small uh, short field position for our offense, right. the score. And if we have to drive it, drive it.
1: Brought us. It's been that a hook. pleasure, man. Thank Good you, hanging man. out Appreciate with it. you Thank again. you so much. Absolutely. Nate, it's always a pleasure to see Good you job t- there, twice Nate. in one day. Yes. This has been Cowboys Crosstalk. This has been one of the, the best shows we've had, all because of Hall of Famer. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Drew Pearson on the show. Thank you, Drew.
0: Pay me, man. Pay me. <laughs> this
1: has been Cowboys Crosstalk on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys?